God. Jeez. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know, like do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that one that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Reed. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick, yeah, it's going fantastic, fantastic, fantastically hot. I wish we had a fucking fan right now. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, God, it's hot. It's hot one. Yeah, yeah. It's like seven inches from the midday sun. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, might as well be walking on it. We might. Oh, like Christopher uh, walking. Christopher walking on it. Smash Mouth saying about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, goddamn. Uh, well, uh, I got to tell you a thing I did. Well, all right. I got to tell you a thing I did last week. Uh, my uh, wonderful wife Stacy. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real uh-huh, effort. Uh-huh. Uh, her, it was our anniversary. We'd been married uh, some nine years. And so we went and saw a Broadway show. We saw Beetlejuice. Oh. Buddy, it's so good. Uh, is this uh, you the whole time at Beetlejuice? Wait, when's it going to be showtime? I did make that joke a few times. Yeah, good. Uh, it, good. Was, it was wonderful. I had listened to the soundtrack a couple times. Really good. I loved the show because what's cool is, you know, like you saw like, what did you see, Aladdin? Or no. Frozen. Frozen, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So these newer musicals, like their sets are like really put together and yeah, like they can do a lot of cool stuff. They're made stuff. by movie companies Yes. Now. Well, Beetlejuice is a new musical, so it had yeah, a lot you, of those elements. You used up two of them, just so you know. I know, I won't say it again. Uh, it's so good. And the way they, the, the story is slightly different, but also very, like similar enough. Uh, the fellow, well, Beetlejuice can't change his stripes. No, you're right. The, the fellow that plays him is so good. Uh, it, it, the songs are great. The play was great. The uh, everything was good, and the coolest part was two two crazy things happened. One, yeah. next to me was a woman who was probably uh, your maybe, wife. No, but she oh. was on the other side. This other woman, she was probably in her early forties, maybe late thirties, and she had like teen children, you know, uh, who were all there too, and everybody was listening. But she was like loving it, and uh-huh. like she started crying at one point. Yeah, and then at intermission, when she came back from intermission, she had bought a Beetlejuice shirt, and I was like, "This was a goth kid. This was an '80s. She was probably like ten when it came out, the yeah. movie." Obsessed with it, and now she took her kids to it and had like I got to see this lady have like a complete fun emotional. But if you just saw her on the street, you'd be like, "Oh, it's some like mom walking to Applebee's," you know. It was very cool. I really liked that. Uh, and then the other thing that happened was there was a flash flood warning in the middle of the show. So all of a sudden, everybody in the theater's phones just started going, and it was terrifying. Yeah, we all thought that like uh, you know it was a part of the show. We thought no, we all thought nine eleven was happening again. You know, <laughs> like nine eleven two back back in the habit. <laughs> What have you been up to, buddy? Oh, man. Uh, or what are you excited about? How's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dang. Oh, man, all that uh, San Diego Comic-Con stuff mm. coming around the Twitters this weekend. Found wow. out what a stan is. You didn't wait a minute. It took you this long? Yeah. What? I, I saw them all over. People use that word all over the place this weekend. And you didn't know what it was? Mm-mm. It's a reference from Eminem. No, it's, That's where it came from. Uh, it's a stalker fan. I guess, but that's it, what Google said. Google's wrong. It's a it's a reference to Eminem, the rapper, uh-huh. his song "Stan," who was a stalker fan. Oh yeah, uh, but it's that, and you say you stand stuff like personally, I stand Beetlejuice the musical. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. What are you standing right now from uh, Comic Con? Oh man, well the, all that MCU shit that <sighs> came down. Fuck, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do a whole episode on it. I know, and I talked you down from it because it would come out next Thursday. Everybody's like, we know. Yeah, but they don't know how we feel. Oh boy, it's excited oh. about they're bringing. Uh, uh, whole bunch of stuff. Blade, the, 
The Blade is sick. Anybody yeah. that graduated high school in 2003 knows oh, yeah. Blade fucking rules. Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're doing the Mandarin again and Shang-Chi. And, the- and he's got, yeah, Shang-Chi. And uh, uh, the other thing that I thought was fucking sweet is Thor, Thor Love Thor and Thunder. 4? I'm just mad they don't got Thor 4. What's it called? Love and Thunder? Yeah. And did you see the logo and everything? It's yeah. like a Molly Hatchet album. Yeah. Uh, and Portman's coming back and she's going to play uh, Lady Thor. Uh-huh. It's fucking going to be sick. Yeah, and they got like... They have so many things coming out that they didn't even have the stuff for the Fantastic Four, the X Men, and the yeah, we did, did Black even... Panther two and Guardians three. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's there's intense. so much content. It's because Disney Plus. Yeah, trying to they're trying to bring all the stuff just like I was the stuff on the man, the man, what <clears throat> Mandalorian Mandalorian. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I didn't see any Star Warsy stuff out of uh, uh, San Diego. Comic-Con oh, they had yet. a leaked Mandalorian featurette that looks pretty. Did cool. you see Ryan Solomon and Lindsay Solomon were also at San Diego Comic Con? Oh, about that. And Lindsay went in cos or whatever cosplay, dressed up as uh, two of the characters from the cartoon home movies. I, I wish there was more cost. Play, you know, where everybody just dresses up like Kevin Costner. From Thank God you went with stuff. Costner. I thought you were going to go another direction with that. Uh-uh. A fellow that's in prison. Uh, yeah, Kevin Costner, that's fun cosplay, you know. I'm throwing uh-huh. a baseball and you're also throwing a baseball. And, and I'm then our uh, friend's hitting Robin a Robin Hood. <laughs> golf ball and then Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Tin Cup. Tin Cup. Pretty he had good. a lot of sports movies under his belt. I didn't see the first nine cups. That's like a joke uh-huh. you'd make. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I am super stoked for all these uh, movies. The the uh, Aquafina is going to be in the Shang... What is it? Shang-Chi? Yeah. Is, what's that called? The- Diedrich Bader is going to be Batman again in the new Harley Quinn show. Oh, yeah. And Ron Funches is in that show as well. Um, also, the other thing that I... Oh, what is... Oh, uh, The Immortals? Is that what it's called? Brandon Routh is back as Superman. Oh, we can... Oh, that's next week's episode. I'm going to talk a lot about this fucking Arrowverse, baby, because I'm in. I am all in. Well, I'm all in for this fucking episode we got today. Me too. What say we take a break so that we can all be in? Oh. As in our guest as well. Fantastic. Pretty good. Uh, We'll be right back. Hey, and efforts, we got a sponsor on the podcast this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... The podcast between awesome and disaster. Oh, that's Will Carey's podcast. He was on episode 88 of the Nostalgic Front. Yep. Will sees life as a balance between two kinds of moments, awesome and disaster. Each week he sits down with a guest to learn about their life, shared usually creative interests, and how when faced with disaster, they were able to work through it back to awesome. I was a guest on episode 82. And I was a guest on episode 19 and episode 67. Whoa, you did two episodes? Yep, and I was depressed during one and a happy during the other. Ah, cool. Listeners should go figure out which is which. And you should also subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And start listening to Between Awesome and Disaster. And isn't there a Patreon? Yep. Go to patreon.com slash awesomedisaster and give Will some money so he can keep making such an awesome podcast. And give us money, too. Totally. Well, back to the show. What a disaster. I thought it was awesome. And we're back. Ooh! Ooh. What, what a, a commercial. good commercial. Good, good commercial. Good commercial. Uh, Goddamn. Uh, speaking of good, we have a good guest today. Hell yeah. We have a great guest today. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact. Uh, now, uh, listeners, uh, you might know her uh, from uh, opening for Mark Marin. Lock the gates! Oh, yeah. Uh, you might uh, see her on the upcoming 208 Comedy Festival in Boise, Idaho. Uh, or uh, you know her from her wonderful uh, stand-up comedy show, Freshman. 
which was just uh, named one of the best of Chicago shows in Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend, Annie Russell. Thanks for having me, guys. Wow, thank you for being on this show. Happy to be here. This is great. This is one of the hottest days in New York City. It's hot. Um, it's ever. Like, so, yeah, this is, you know, what better way to spend it than recording a podcast? That's right. Seven inches yeah. from the midday sun. Uh-huh. It's hot. Uh, <laughs> now, what are you doing in New York? Why are you here? You're not from here. You don't live here. I, I mean, am, you are from here. Yeah, right? I am from here, actually. But <laughs> I, I don't live here. Got, I live, got me. We, well, we haven't gotten to that part of the show yet. Fact check. Yeah, um, yeah. No, so I work with um, I work with like this organization called the Association of Independence and Radio, the ARA, NPR, and so we are like kind of the liaison between independent radio producers okay. and member stations and NPR. And so I'm here doing a training for work. Um, we're like teaching people how to make podcasts and narrative audio and stuff. Oh, so. oh yeah. Well, if you want to teach us, that'd yeah, be great. that's fine. Hey, you know, we, I mean, this fucker, this I was a working session. This is actually oh. not a, an episode that's going to be released. <laughs> I was telling you, I was saying, I was looking at a thing the other day. I now this is our 114th episode. Okay. And then we with a guest with a guest, and we've done, so that means we've done 228 of these. And I was looking at this other podcast called my favorite murder. And on their 114th episode, I think it was, they played the Sydney Opera House. So, you know, podcasting. Talk, talk about murdering. That's right. Uh, okay, so you work on that thing, but that's not, you're a stand-up comedian. Yeah, but I'm stand-up and I'm doing shows while I'm here too, that's so I'm right. excited about that. And yeah, I just always love being in New York. So. Fantastic. And we met uh, originally in uh, Detroit, right? Yes. Detroit, Michigan. Hamtramck. City of dreams. City of dreams. That's what they call it, yeah. I mean, bad dreams, but still. <laughs> uh, I, okay, so we met there. But okay, we got to go back to the beginning now. Where are you from? Well, I think we alluded to it. Where are you from originally? Where were you well, born and raised? She alluded to it. I, born in the Bronx. The Bronx? Oh, um, yeah. Yes. Dang. But raised um, in sort of like Westchester County area. Um, so just you? suburbs in New York. Okay. Um, yeah, so right here. That's my favorite Strokes album, Suburbs of New York. <laughs> Okay, uh, so okay, born in the Bronx. Why were you born in the Bronx? Is that where you guys grew up? Is Why that where your is anyone up? born yeah. anywhere? No, I think it's because her mom, that his, her mom was there. But I mean, was your family? Oh, that makes sense. But I mean, like, are, was your family from the Bronx, and then you guys moved to Westchester, or so, were you like literally just at the, passing through a hospital no, no, on no. the two train, being like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, it's time," you know? No, my dad grew up in Washington Heights oh. um, here in New York, and just like uh, in the Heights, my favorite yeah, musical. Exactly. Now um, I got. It now. was just like that. Yeah. Actually, I think his childhood. Yeah, um, for sure. My mom's now actually, your father's uh, Mr. Rosario, who ran the taxi service. Am I right? Yeah, that? that's, yeah. that was the same guy. I get it. Um, yeah, and my mom was from Los Angeles, but they, California. Yes, that <laughs> one. And um, they worked for the same company, and so my mom moved to New York, and yeah, and mm -hmm. so Riverdale is where my family lived. Oh wow! And yeah, that's where I'm from. Wait Good a show. minute, Riverdale. Yeah, I I got lost for a second. Now we're talking about the Archies. Is Riverdale <laughs> a place? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's based. On, have you looked at a map? No. Don't you live here? I have Google Maps, dude. They don't tell me things. Train it, maps is about all the farther you have to go. You got to take the one all the way to the end, and then you take a bus, and then you get to Riverdale. And that's it's a real place. Wow, I didn't know that. And is that based off of the Riverdale from the comics? <laughs> you know, like Tarzana, California is based off of actual Tarzan because Edgar Rice Burroughs lives there. I think it's there? the other way around. Okay. Well, hey, I'm asking. I don't know. Uh, I'm like a babe in this situation. I think it'd be cool though if that Tarzana, mm -hmm. California, the city became bigger. Oh sure. So it had suburbs that you could call Edgar Wright Burroughs. Oh, that's pretty good. 
You think that works for Riverdale? Is there any like uh, the Archie Outsiders or anything? I there could be. There has, I don't. Yeah. So I bet girl, there's a lot of uh, Riverdales. Probably. I'm sure there is. I One know, thing that you learn like traveling around the country is like we are not creative with town no, names yeah. at all. No, I, well, just, they get named after two things that are there. You know, yeah. Glenwood. Like, yeah, that's my yeah, hometown. Exactly. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh-huh. Uh, I okay. So I have a question. Uh, so if you were to tell people what your hometown was. What would you say? I mean, I tell people New York City is my okay. hometown. That's what I feel like. I also lived in Brooklyn for many years, too. So this, As a child or as a grown-up? As a grown-up. Okay. So I I feel most at home in New York City, and I that's what I claim. I see. So, but is that now, since, because now you currently live in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, so, you know how sometimes there's that joke of like, uh, I'm from Chicago. Where are you really from? And they're like Rockford or whatever. Right, right. Is that the same? Uh, if you were to say, I'm from Riverdale, would, if somebody was from New York, if you were like, I'm from New York, and somebody's from Chelsea, would they be like... Where? And you're like, Riverdale, would they throw like shit at you? I mean, I one thing that I have noticed is that everyone has their own answer to that. Okay. And I feel like there's a lot of people from Long Island, let's say, who will say that they're from New York. And then it's like, OK, it's but yeah, like, yeah, are, yeah. you know, it's like you're from Smithtown, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think um, if you're born and raised in Manhattan, like mm-hmm. my dad's whole side of the family was i think you think of new york as manhattan yeah i think if you're from brooklyn you think of the five boroughs as new I york agree. so i think it's just relative depending I on think where of you're that. from i do that too i tell people the mta goes there it's new york that's a good way to do it i think yeah i, I sort of <laughs> agree but i am coming from a, that perspective so yeah, yeah okay all right that's I'm, I'm always interested in that kind of stuff because like yeah. reem where do you live like if right here in the studio. Well, like this is a studio, and then I live over there. You're right. If but I have a question though. If you're like, I'm in Bushwick. But I'm trying to figure out of like the, what I'm trying to figure out is like how I identify now because for so long I was uh-huh. like I'm from Iowa. That's my thing. I'm from Iowa. Oh yeah. But like I've been in, living in New York State for almost seven years now, so it's like I guess I'm a, I'm not a New well, Yorker, like, and I don't want to get into that. Person of the world, man. You- yeah, an Iowan. Totally. Is, and yeah. New Yorkers consider me an Iowan, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, or like an Elwin or something, something from like a Hobbit, I guess. Uh, but because uh, that's a, that's the thing is like, when do you like, I always wonder, when do you start considering like switching it? Like, I still sometimes feel like I'm just visiting New York, uh-huh. which I think is interesting. I think it's 10 years. 10 years, maybe. Yeah. OK. I don't think you can call yourself a New Yorker until 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, and that's not even the, there's that, there's like that badge of honor of like, oh, I saw a lady jack off on the two train. I'm a New Yorker now. Right. It's more of just like, when will I feel at ease to just be like, oh yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a imposter or I'm not like a, just filling space here, you know? I think it's when you start complaining about businesses that you liked that are no longer oh, there. Oh, I feel <laughs> like then you are actually a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker then. God dang. Yeah, they closed my grocery store. It, it, yeah, I went to LA for I'm two fill weeks. Fill in the blank. See, they closed the bar. They closed. See, that's the what happens whenever yeah. I go to Des Moines. Yeah, is I'm yeah. always just like, what? They, they can't get rid of that Casey's. They can't get knock that Casey's down and build yeah. it. Come and go on its grave. Yeah, that's not uh, fair. Uh, okay, so uh, you're growing up. You got brothers and sisters. Yes, I have three brothers and a sister. Uh, where are you in the lineup? I'm number four. Number four. So you're Clean the youngest. Hitter. Four or five. Getting all those oh, RBIs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and so underneath you, is that a brother or a sister? <laughs> I, I got, I'm uncomfortable that with that, but uh, it's I have a younger brother. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, and so growing up, are you all close in age? 
Um, no, there's a big gap between my sister and I. Okay. So it's like my br- my younger brother and I are we're kind of like the second the round. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, um, <laughs> let's get it right this time. I get so it. So I feel like I was probably an accident. Sure. And then they were like, "Well, we got to have another yeah, one." Yeah, yeah. Kind of so, like cats. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, you like to team them up. You seen that trailer, buddy? You're uh, a big music head, musical head, of course. Yeah, we I'm hit a on musical that head. Into the woods. Uh, cat. Uh, they have a new cats trailer out, and I tweeted it. I put the the audio from the cats trailer over the trailer video from the Lion King, uh-huh. and I literally was like, "This is one of those things that's gonna fucking kill on the internet because that's like yeah. what the internet likes, like 700 views, and then we're done." It's no, yeah. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Anyway, My two viral things just never stop. I know up. you're just keep living. Maybe tag something underneath that says, "Hey, listen to my dumb podcast." I uh, okay. So you got your so you and your younger brother, you guys are like a team. Yes, and you guys go versus the older ones. Are the, <laughs> sure in this well, scenario? <laughs> yeah, well, it's battle royale. Uh, <laughs> gr- okay, so growing up, were you, were you? You said there's a distance, a difference between you and your next oldest sibling. Uh, is it long enough that like they weren't in school at the same time as you, or is it just like five years or something? I mean, it was six years, okay. so it's pretty like you guys were never like in high school at the same. We time. weren't. Nec- yeah. We weren't close enough to like. I didn't get what my younger brother got a lot where like he would have a teacher that I had yeah. and they would be like oh you're Annie's brother like sure, I sure. remember like it was not we were not yeah. that close in age I see. did you get any of that stuff where like you get uh your shit because of your older siblings uh barely yeah oh uh, yeah were your older but siblings we all moved around too much so we yeah were never that's in right the same schools and they were big fuck-ups too right so it's not like anybody would be like oh what happened to him everybody like we know what happened to him right <laughs> yeah uh, my brother is eight years older than me, but he was like a celebrity in our town because he was like so smart. Hmm. Uh, like he was like he said like th- he read the most books ever in the summer, and That's he like free pizza. Yeah, exactly. And he cut. He like won all these contests and stuff at the school. So like I felt like I was. And my sister was really smart too. So I was the youngest, and I came years later, and it was just watching <laughs> all these teachers be like, "Oh, Patrick, Kim and Daniel's brother," and then they'd be like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck happened to you?" And, uh, and then you're like half brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm like half brother. We got different dads, and it shows, you know. <laughs> uh, and then I eat something that I'm not supposed to eat. You know, <laughs> cardboard box I found. Well, if you weren't supposed to eat paste, why did they make it not toxic anymore? Why did they make it taste so damn good? Yeah. That's what I said. They changed the recipe because too many kids were dying, and to make it okay to eat it. Oh, that's fun. They yeah. should do that with antifreeze because I keep getting sick. <laughs> you ever uh, eat anything you gotta, you're not supposed to? No, never. This isn't the snacks. You got to get the 50-50 solution. What is that? On the antifreeze. Oh, I thought that was... Yeah, yeah, you'll get less sick. 50-50 solution. That's fun. I like that. Maybe you cut it. It doesn't even have to be water, right? (laughs) No, it is water. Yeah, but I mean, the antifreeze, you cut it 50-50 with water. Mm -hmm. Why don't you cut it 50-50 with like tea or like grape bludini or something? (laughs) Then it doesn't lose its color and it still tastes like crick. This is kind of what the show is. It's a hot day. (laughs) The listeners love it. (laughs) <laughs> they know what's up. The NFers, they're on board. Uh, okay, so you're growing up. You got these brothers and sisters. What was your shit? What were you into? Oh, I was into... I was like a theater um, kid. Musical. I was a... Yeah, man. Um, ballet. What? Reading. All that kind of stuff. So like anything kind of like arts related. Sure. And I was a too? huge... I did tap and ballet. I did jazz. So I did all three. Um, Dang. like through my whole childhood, and then I did, um, yeah, pretty much every every play, every I edited my high school yearbook. Oh. Um, How old were you at your first school play, or what grade was that? Oh, like kindergarten, yeah. Jesus, maybe first grade. You you fucking up you your lines. What the production was? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
of the production. Yeah. I think I was a candle for the Hanukkah show. Nice. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Think, Wait, yeah. are you Jewish? My, no. Oh, very, very progressive. Smart. No, but it, yeah, it was it was kind of like a yeah, yeah, you know yeah. we had the Christmas tree, we had a menorah, okay. we had like a Kwanzaa, like know? we had everything. Yeah. Becky yeah. Rosen scenes over there being the star at the top of the Christmas it's tree. Actually, and you're they the really candle. tried to mix it up. Yeah. I was really the uh, <laughs> uh, flying purple people eater. The one-eyed, oh. one-horned flying purple people. Yeah, yeah. At uh, a Halloween production. Oh wow! I did all that stuff. I was a, uh, I was Santa Claus. Oh yeah. I, I, no, there's no way I haven't talked about this on the show. We interviewed Santa Claus once on this show. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. And then we ran it again on Christmas the next year, and we're probably going to do it again this year. Yeah. Uh, we interviewed Santa. There's no way I haven't talked about how I played the the great man at, uh, in a musical once, and I played uh, Frosty the Snowman. Hmm. Oh, man, look at this range. I know, right? Uh, if it's a Christmas character, I would have killed at that goddamn uh, Hanukkah candle. I'll you you would have done great. Yeah, they would have been still talking about it. Uh, I think it would have been great if it had been like uh, nine other kids. What do you mean? Or seven other? Yeah. <laughs> your, your well, one of them's got to be the pole in the middle. Your menorah has ten because you like to, you know, uh-huh. cross your fingers. It's like, uh, maybe I'll get extra presents. Yeah, the Mornora. Mornora. Oh, that's what I say. Uh, okay, so you were a ballerina? Yeah, I mean, I, that is uh, a stretch, I would say. <laughs> I enjoyed um, taking dance, and I, yeah, I did, did ballet you, for many years. Is dance competitive? I mean, I know it's competitive, like you want to be the best dancer, but is it like you you go up against another girl and then one of you wins? <laughs> no, it's not like that, <laughs> at least. I, that, that at is least a, not in the way that I engaged <laughs> with it. Okay. Um, but I was like definitely in the amateur leagues. Like okay. there were people who took it way more seriously than I did and got further in it. Like than, Natalie Portman? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was me, Natalie Portman. Like, <laughs> yeah, Mila know. Kunis. I've seen the uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mostly did it for fun. Okay, that's cool. And you enjoyed it. It wasn't like you and, were being yeah, pushed I into it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was not necessarily very good good um i'll say that but i enjoyed doing it and that was also the way by taking dance and being in the musical i was able to get out of gym class with a permission slip and so that literally was all i needed to keep taking dance classes Um, i was not athletic at all i hated every minute of gym class growing up i still have nightmares about volleyball it's yeah did you ever do any kind of did you ever change your mind on sports you know or are you still all out I like. I actually like watching sports. You're a big baseball fan. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big Yankees fan. New and, York Yankees. Um, yeah, but I have never been a, been good at any yeah, sports. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wait. Okay. So with when you were dancing and stuff like that, do you have something? Oh, so that was probably pretty cool when the Yankees were winning all those World Series and you were a kid. Yeah. 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 Man, See? were you that was, That's all. Yeah. I had. That was. I thought you were growing gonna... up in the '90s. It was like, how could you not love and it? And on Seinfeld. Of course, George worked for Steinbrenner, so that's yes. exciting, you know? No, it was it was huge. What, did, do you hate the Mets? No. Oh, that sucks. I thought we were going to get some juicy shit. They hate shit. the Red Sox. They played in the World Series once, No, though. I that's do exciting. hate the Red Sox. See? Boston? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him either. Well, I they didn't had know Kurt Schilling. I like Boston as a city. I love all my friends from Boston. Did you live in Boston? Because you're from you. You're you spent time in Vermont at some so point. So I lived in Vermont for you're, a couple what you, years. What are you? What are you running from? What's uh, <laughs> going on? Why are you bouncing around all these all these metropolitan Vermont's pretty areas? Cool, man. Well, here's my question. She lived in New York. She lived in live Chicago. In Burlington? And then she's in yeah, fucking I lived in Burlington. Vermont. See, I, I would live a year or two in Burlington. Yeah. Yeah. We all met uh, with the Waking Windows Music Festival. Yeah. And uh, we were up there. That was, what, two, three months ago? Yeah. Remember, listeners? Yeah, we were it was go- in May. Remember we did that live episode in the hotel? Oh, never mind. We didn't. Because you got too drunk and stoned and Gideon was uh, having a fit. That's not why. I don't know. I like to bring up stuff that nobody knows about. <laughs> uh, well, so we were up there in Vermont. And uh, so that's your that was your stomping grounds. 
Yeah. Winooski. Winooski, Burlington. The bridge Love, between Vermont. the two. Yeah, the bridge. I, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on that bridge, yeah, yeah. Um, as I'm sure I've told you. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, but I'm not running from anything to answer your question. <laughs> I've worked for NPR member stations. And so like part of working in journalism is that you do have to move yeah, around a lot. Sure. And so I was in uh, Burlington working for Vermont Public Radio and I was okay. there for four years. It's got to be inefficient working for NPR because when they give you something to do at work you always be like what was that sorry and they'd be like oh we need you to go to Vermont. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it sounds like a pretty good job all things considered <laughs> are those the kind of is that the kind of you, shit you guys you're say? higher yeah uh. right you guys are all around there and it's like uh oh it's stuffy in here and somebody opens the window and it's like fresh air <laughs> right that's fun uh-huh. uh so okay so you bounced around all right so when okay let's go back to some timeline bullshit you're bouncing here. around here Yep. Uh, okay, so we got, uh, you're growing up in Riverdale. You and Jughead and their <laughs> gang. Yep. And Which I've never seen that show, by the way. Why would you? Because I just haven't gone around. Just to like it. I never saw, uh, uh, fuck, what's the baseball movie that takes place in Iowa? Field of Dreams. I never saw Field of the Dreams for the same reason. What about you know? growing up? Too close though, to it. Did you ever care about Archie just because Riverdale? No. I, but I wasn't, I would say that comics in general were not even in my, not even like the superhero. Like, I was not even aware of them oh. really. I would okay. Say. So, so what, okay. So were you really into like theater and stuff like that and musicals and things like that? Was that like your, not just like what you did as your pastime, but was that also your, your like passion, your like pop culture? I was obsessed with like music. Like I okay. just listened to a ton of rock and roll music and at, from a young age. And that was what I was into. So like, I was trying to go to shows, trying to like listen to new bands all the time. Like that was what I was like and into. What, and what was that like era? Like what, who are you? Britpop was okay. like the first oh, thing yeah. I was super, super like into. Blur? Blur, right. Oasis, it's Elastica, Pulp. I Pulp, would put yeah, in that yeah, yeah. That's what I was curious about. Like all those bands, I was like obsessed. Yeah, with. that's a that's a good time for all those bands. So wait, did you say Oasis was Oasis part yeah, of it? Oasis is okay because sometimes people are like they're gonna rebel against the one that got big, you know. So like I don't know. I still I think uh, Oasis is like Oasis. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, I still like U two. I was listening to U two on the way over. I don't I don't mind. <laughs> Did you not know I was talking about the band? <laughs> yeah, well, I did, but okay. uh, it's like, yeah, a lot of people like you too. Yeah, I know, but they get They're... a bad rep. Uh, okay, so you're listening to all this Brit. Now, what made you, how'd you find that? Do you know? Oh, I, I sure do. So there was this kid, Dennis, that Uh-oh. I had a big crush on. Oh, yeah. We were in orchestra together. Well, sorry um, to so surprise you, Annie, but Dennis, <laughs> get in here. Oh, hey. He walks in. He's wearing a fucking ripped up Oasis shirt. He <laughs> sucks. He looks like he sucks. Starts playing Wonderwall. Yeah. Hold on. He keeps fucking it up. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I got this. <laughs> How do you do an A minor? Yeah. So Dennis is the one who introduced me to all that music. Cool. And I thought it was really cool because he had like shoes that were from <laughs> England or something. <laughs> I was hoping you were just going to stop there. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. He had shoes. <laughs> no, he had these shoes from England, which like uh, apparently as a, as a preteen, I was British like Knights. very into. Um, so yeah, I was They're imported, you know? Yeah, you yeah, know? that's cool. At the time, you think certain things are cool. I'll tell um, you. Uh, you lace them up the other way, too. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you flush them, they go the other way, too. Uh, in a tra- that's why it's called flushing. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, there's a movie Train Spotting. Remember that film? Um, I had a huge poster of train spotting on my wall. Which in... poster did you have? Okay, so I had two. Of course. Okay. I had the one. Hold on. We're going to take a break. And then the director uh, made a movie just recently this summer but about the greatest Brit pop group of all Man, time. Man, hold on. The Beatles. 
Uh, can I ask you real quick? Cyclical. We're gonna let's take a guess on what year Annie graduated high school. Okay. okay. Uh, we're gonna take a guess. Okay. So you tell yeah. us if we're right or wrong. Reem, you go first. Mm, two thousand one. I'm gonna say two thousand four. Oh two. Oh two. God. Okay. So because you're conne- okay, I'm oh three, and we are you are connecting on too many things, and no one ever is oh three. So I figured it'd be oh four oh two. That's Got where on. I went with me, but yeah, two thousand one. Because like the having the train spotting posters on the wall, I bet you love the Blade. Uh, you don't like comic books. Remember they made a sequel. I bet Dennis loves the Blade movies. <laughs> sure, okay, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> if you graduated no two oh three, man, you, you're all into that shit. Remember uh, Train Spotting two? I didn't see it. Nobody did. Let's go back to your posters. Which posters did you have? Okay, yeah, so I, I had the the one that was just the text of the Same, choose life, choose speech, life, choose and then I also had the horizontal one with like all the characters. And the the one with their where it's like their boxes, or the one where they're like looking at the train. No, the one where they're all in boxes. Yeah. I had uh, that one. I had those, and my I bought them at you know in college they would do those big poster fairs. Yeah, that's where I, I, got I was yeah. down there every single totally, time. Totally. They had subway those posters. posters. I'm obsessed with posters. What subway posters? Is that what? the name of the company? No, no, they're just a different size of poster. Um, no, these are. You like- go to the poster shop, and it'd be like a thirty dollar. You know, oh, no, you know, uh, like I remember every like freshly liberated nineteen year old that's got his own shitty apartment would have the giant uh, Julian and Vincent. Oh yeah, Pulp the Pulp Fiction. I had yes. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the there was also a very popular one of that time. Uh, which I never really fully understood was the uh, there was a lot of uh, Johnny Depp posters going around oh, yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah. You walked down the halls of a college dorm room in 2003. They're just generic of, pet Depp posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was, it was always just him yeah. standing there. Yeah, with like and a cross necklace or something. I, I always like the uh, uh, black light crow posters. Oh, that shit's the cool. velvet. Those, yeah, velvet I, black when, light. Crow I feel posters. like I saw a lot of Boondock Saints posters yep. oh, yeah. as well. Saints was huge. A lot of like you know the dude who he brings you back to his dorm room and I see the American History X poster. Oh, I'm like, nope, that's yeah, a red that's flag. That is weird. I literally, okay, now I don't know if, the, I don't know what was going on, but I literally, when girls would come over, I would turn around my American History X DVD because <laughs> I was afraid that they would think I was like a Nazi. Because uh-huh. there was some movie at the time where somebody had, oh, it's Half half Nelson? I feel like that came out too much later. But like there was some movie at the time where somebody had a Mein Kampf on their shelf and they were like, oh, Mein Kampf. And he's like, I'm not a Nazi just because I have that book. Half and so in my head, I was like, I don't want them to think I'm a skinhead just because I like Edward Norton vehicles, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> a, ha- my- a half Nelson, that's just when you point at somebody to go, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, my my poster I had of the Choose Life speech mm-hmm. uh, had a What's spelling What's the Choose error. Life speech? Is um, it- It's... You probably memorized it. Go ahead and read it. It's, say it off your top I think of your head. it's choose life, choose a full time job, choose. I don't. I, would, I don't I'll have never, it committed to memory. I would. But, God, you when you got into it, I was like, this would be the greatest if you did. I, I know. If I if I were able it's, to recite that, like I would feel Christian. It, no, it's like a monologue. No. in Train Spotting, there's like this monologue okay. that he gives where he's just like, choose life, choose a job, choose blah blah blah, all these things. And it's you all, win. Yeah, I think it is you. Uh, but uh, mine had a spelling error in the middle of it. And it was oh. one of those things where I had that poster on my wall for like five years. And then one day I was just looking up and I was like, that's not how you spell my, that. My and favorite spelling, it like missed a letter. My favorite spelling era was uh, mid 90s. What do you mean? When oh. there was a lot of Z's? No, no. Uh, he produced 90210. <laughs> okay. Uh, Model <laughs> Zinc. Inc., of course. Melrose, Melrose Place. Place. Yeah, I get it. All right. That was the best spelling that's era. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> this is what the show is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Patrick runs a uh, regular show and I try and derail it. And, I, and a lot of times I'm also derailing your pun uh, show. Your show that... <laughs> <laughs> the show within the show. Questionably a lot better. Uh, okay, so 
You got those. What other posters do you have? I love poster talk. Yeah. So I had, let's see, I had the two train spotting posters. I did have an Oasis poster that mm-hmm. was just Noel. Oh, oh. Um, which Noel was poster. a very strange choice mm-hmm. on my part. But, you know, I stand by it. They had a good um, logo. Yeah. I, I like had... cla- classic black with the. Oh, I thought it was just them in sunglasses and a fisheye lens, like leaning in. <laughs> yeah, that kind of too. That makes <laughs> sense. There was, I mean, I'm sure those existed as yeah. well. I, I had a couple Beatles posters okay. um, as well. I had like a favorite only Beatle? John poster. You know, my favorite Beatle as a kid, has, I mean. has evolved. Yeah, okay. yeah, they always do. I, yeah, I started as a John. Everybody starts gal. as a John. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it's evolved. And, and then now, I think everybody winds yeah. up Paul or George. Yeah, now I'm George. See? Yeah. Do you think anybody ends up a John? <laughs> Not anymore. I think if you get less mature over time, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, so you, you know, said you're a Paul now or you're a John now? I'm a George now. George now. George I'm now. appalled when I hear some stuff about John Lennon. Yeah, about how he jerked off with his buddies. I think that's actually my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was uh-huh. crazy. Uh, do you think that if you knew that then, would you have taken that poster down or would you uh, put up another? That's no, what come together is I about. I think I was enough. <laughs> yeah. I think I was enough of a contrarian that I probably would have just been like, no, I like that. No, no. I think that's rad. Yeah. I don't even like their music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just based on that. Just, that I put that poster It's just this up. thing that's going to come out in 20 years. Uh, okay. And then did you have any other cool posters? Um, What did I have? I had some other movie posters too. Ooh, what was your favorite movie when you were that age? Oh God! I so I was like a big Monty Python head. Like my younger brother and I used to just like roll on the floor laughing. We would like fast forward and rewind over like the same parts over and over. Which other movies have you seen the most? You'd say I probably, to be honest, I probably have seen like Holy Grail the most yeah. just because that was like I think probably the first one I saw yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah yeah but I think Life of Brian is the one that like my brother and I consistently like will still crack each other up yeah, like if yeah. we quote to each other so it's also fun uh, when you have that friend where you can just text random oh yeah you just yes. can just be like you know it, like uh, I have a best friend uh, Duffy Duffy shout out friend and, of the show uh, I just know I can text him in the middle of the night and just be like throw him to the floor again centurion very waffly yes and then we'll wind up texting monty python stuff yeah. back and forth for the next that's a, i missed it I, I i i we did our fun size all about monty yeah. python and stuff like that but like that's funny that I, the two things that you guys connect with monty python and the beatles i i was just like missed i wasn't in on either of them but i when also I was like i had a bunch of older siblings so i sure. think part of it was like i You're sort being... of grew up thinking that like gen x stuff was really really cool cooler, yeah and stuff that was older was kind of cooler like my favorite tv show as a girl mm-hmm. was the bob newhart show <laughs> i thought it was the funniest thing i had ever are seen you talking about bob life. newhart the the when he's the not therapist. the one in yes. vermont the okay. one when he's the therapist the vermont one would make sense with your life track no uh, vermont yeah. uh newhart's the f- second one right newhart's yeah. the second newhart one. is the, the second one with the iconic uh, larry daryl and daryl series finale yeah where they go back to suzanne blachette yeah uh i like that show a lot too and yeah. it had miss krabappel yes miss krabappel was the his receptionist on that show Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, what were you going to do? Pour some Red Bull out for her? No, no. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I had any left. <laughs> oh, God. Miss Grabobble. I got to get jacked. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, uh, that's oh, so. Did you watch a lot of like Nick at Night and stuff like that? Yeah, so I watched a lot of Nick at Night. I watched a lot of like older stuff. Um, but yeah, but I also saw all the movies that came out. So like, I loved Now and Then. That was like yeah. a big one for me. Um, I think anyone who like grows up at that time, like we all did the pause to try to see Devin Sawa's uh, penis. Have oh, you? Wow. Do you no. guys not know about this? No. Okay, so there's a moment in How Now old and is Then. He in this film? I hey, mean, let's not get, let's not ruin. This. Let's not well, get just, weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's just point out. I was probably 10 or 11. Yeah. When this came it, you're out. like, I saw what it. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a moment in now and then where they all like go skinny dipping and Devin. Sawa's was like running back and he's in a towel and he like bends down. But the shot for whatever reason yeah. is like, as he's kind of crouching down and so every girl who was like a preteen sure, sure. who had a, the VHS of that tape would like pause it to try to see I love it. everybody's tapes break wow. at the same spot yeah. you know <laughs> uh, there's a scene and it's not it's not the same but there was a scene in uh, Saving Silverman where when uh, Amanda Pete walks out of the house she turns just right and you can see like full boob and nipple and everything. Yeah, there's also... And I just remember being like, holy shit. I think she's... What year did that come out? Oh, I don't know. I was probably like 21. That's like, that's, like, you were kind of old. Yeah, I was like 29 when I found that out. Uh, but I... but it, a I scene just, in Whole Nine Yards. The Whole Nine Yards. Okay. Isn't she as naked she's in She's topless in yeah. Whole Nine Yards. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's sneaky though. That's what I uh-huh. like about it. You know, it's fun. It's secret. I wasn't supposed to see it there, you know? It's that side boob that's everywhere now. Oh, yeah. that's It's the 90s, man. We're, that shit's back. Yeah, where people wear the shirts with nothing underneath them and yeah it's a wonderful time to be alive do you think oh do you think Sawa's out there wearing side boob I, I haven't pants? actually checked up on him How i'm gonna look he? up his he instagram right does after he? This. he comes up a lot on this podcast yeah, yeah. he does is he can we, I we've ask? googled to check in on him right because everyone loves like casper and all those yeah. Old movies yeah, He's yeah. Liberal. little giants right isn't he like super liberal and like talks like I outspoken on twitter or am i wrong i really have not caught up with i him. might be I mixing know. him i might be mixing him up with another like a heartthrob from that era but he was great I really loved him. I really liked. Uh, he's in. Uh, is he? In, isn't he the he guy? Had, the kid in Little Giants too. Yeah, he had the quintessential '90s kid haircut. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Real, Classic. real fun time. I just watched uh, the American President. Have you ever seen that? It's, oh yeah, it's good. It's uh, Aaron Sorkin wrote it, I think, and then that's Michael Keaton. Yes, or uh, no, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas and Annette yes. Benning. and Annette Benning. I was thinking of the Mike, Michael Keaton's uh, president when his daughter has to go on a date. Oh yeah, Katie my Holmes. Yes, that's right. First daughter. First, first daughter. daughter. Yes. Not to be confused with first kid starring Sinbad. Also, might as well tie all this up together too. Michael Keaton, the actor, his yeah. actual birth name is Michael Douglas. God, we need some. You fucking... know that? That's I just learned that right there now. There already was one, the Michael Douglas we know. And his favorite actress is Diane Keaton, so he That's why chose no. his name. That's one hundred percent real. We had a lot of he presidential named himself movies back for then. Diane Keaton. Yeah, because she was like the Godfather Two had just come out, and he was like, "Holy oh shit!" God. And he had to pick another name, and then he was that was back when he was doing stand up. Do you yeah. think like they've met? And probably, she... <laughs> I would love it if she doesn't know it. She's like, "No, who's your dad?" And you ever watch like Phony Door? You ever watch Dave? Uh, no, yes. Kevin Klein. But people Seen love Dave. that movie. Yeah. You like it's them? a great movie. Is it? He had a lot of There's a scene in that where he like, isn't there a scene in that where he's like in like a big, like almost like a Gundam trap contraption thing, and he's like moving his arms around. I think there's a scene in Dave. I don't think. I feel so. like it was a in pretty the... straightforward. So speaking of presidential movies, the other thing I had up in my locker for some reason yeah. is: Do you guys remember when Independence Day came out yeah. on VHS, and in the front there was that like hologram? Oh yeah, yeah. White House blowing I, up. For some reason, that's great for the locker because you're opening yeah, yeah. it up. Yeah, for and some it's blowing reason, up every time. I that was like the one thing yeah. I had in my seventh grade locker, and that's hilarious. It made that was no sense. The biggest movie ever. I yeah. know it was huge. 
garbage. Yeah. It's so weird how sometimes like movies like that, like I don't like I don't know if people will grasp how big that that was like oh. almost like Endgame. Like that's all anybody talked about yeah. for a year was Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. And I feel sorry for the kid that showed up to school first day of school. Yeah. Of fall whenever 1995, that fall. Yeah. Yeah. And he hadn't seen Independence Day. Nah. And everybody's just like. Everybody's like, you didn't see it. He's like, my parents were killed in a car accident. And he's like, <laughs> but you got it. Will, this is my victory day. He's like, the funeral was a week long affair. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Uh, God, yeah. Okay. So you're in these, into this Brit pop music yes. and something like that. You're into these films. Uh, what uh, what else? What else are you doing? Running around? You're dancing? You're singing? Yourself like that? Were yeah, you? Yeah, I'm running around. I was also just super into movies. So my high school job was I worked at a video store. Oh, oh yeah. where at? So that was, was it a blockbuster yeah. name brand? No, a uh, Hollywood brand? video, not no, a blockbuster, but a Hollywood I, video. That was I, my first job. I get it. I, I think they're tied with Family as the uh, two biggest chains under the the blockbuster, well, right? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Was it was blockbuster, Hollywood, Family. And then Hollywood and family merged in the later years and, became, and became number one. They were they were out they were doing it. and then family video is still around in some small areas. A lot of places. Yeah. it's like the last hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you liked working on Hollywood video? Loved it. Did you yeah. get to have a wall? It was like a, yeah. I Andy's had my picks? little staff pick. Nice. What, what were your staff uh, section. Picks? Oh, I probably just You're like a, anything that was British. I'm sure that's what was on there. So yeah. I had Train Spotting. Mm-hmm. I had um, Shallow Grave. Oh, if you yeah, guys have yeah, seen yeah, that, yeah, that's good. Also, um, Ewan. Also, Danny Boyle, right? Also, Do- Danny Boyle and like underrated Danny Boyle, mm-hmm. um, which I think people should check out. Uh, he also had Shallow Now and Grave. Then, of course, but then in parentheses it says just speed ahead. Just to- speed ahead. <laughs> no, this was to the broken part. You know, yeah. by the time I was in high school, I think we were still renting VHSs, but we it would was like yeah it was like half dvd totally totally half vhs at that point um but yeah i just had a bunch of weird british movies that everyone thought i was weird that yeah. i worked with everyone was like were you like the cool chick that was like into like everyone the was arts? into like very mainstream mm-hmm. stuff and i was like the only weird yeah. one um I, we had to wear these little vests mm-hmm. that had yeah. like popcorn and stuff yeah. on and them and little these, movie like, reels and stuff and yeah movie reels I so that's thought, what i wore yeah. i always felt bad for the uh hollywood video uh employees because yeah. they easily had the worst uh worst of it when i worked there i had to wear a black button down and black pants and it was like the middle of the summer in iowa yeah. it was like 100 degrees blockbuster is just kahakis and the yeah. blue shirt with blue the yellow shirt. collar yeah, like a yeah blue polo but mm-hmm. we had i could wear my own like i could wear whatever pants and mm-hmm. like i had to wear like a white button down under which as an orchestra kid i already had a Boom. lot of that <laughs> you so that was like totally I just fine miss, for my wardrobe i just miss being paid for movie talk me too and i also worked at a different video store when i was in grad school um here in brooklyn that is closed now Uh called video free brooklyn in cobble hill video stores were the best jobs that's a cool name video free brooklyn young kids back in the day yeah that was a really really fun job it paid nothing but like i got to see every movie i wanted to see and free rentals most of the time on the weekends i would have people just come visit me yeah yeah like it was so fun a lot of remember going and visiting your friend at work (laughs) yeah at some retail place forever. Which is like now you seems gotta, like why would I spend yeah. my time doing that? But yeah. we all did it. Yeah. A lot of uh, at the mall, it was just well, we can go to Merry Go Round and see how Steve's doing. A lot and, you know, of hang uh, out with Steve. A lot of my Stacy and my on our like second year, I think we were dating. Uh, we met in college in in Ames, Iowa, and then I moved to Omaha. You met in college. In college, and I met like year like a couple on years. MySpace. Well, we on MySpace in college. Yeah. That's where we were. That's like I mean, I was up. logged into. I think the, that's the coolest. Well, thank you. Uh, but we I moved to Omaha, which is like two hours away, mm-hmm. and so then on the weekends sometimes she would drive down, but I'd be at work at Blockbuster, so we would have these like eight hour dates. 
where she would just hang out in the blockbuster, and then I would watch. We'd watch movies on the TV. Yeah. Um. I think I was actually watching. Uh. Maybe Sopranos at the time or something. We were watching some television show, and we just hang out. And she'd like sit on a chair, and then like a customer would come in. And I'd be like, yeah, I gotta go fucking talk to this guy. And then I'd rent something out, and then we yeah. just hang out the whole and, time. Yeah. Uh, it's funny too how uh, much they promote the customer service side of it where you have to say hello so somebody comes in yeah. and you have to do all the suggested sales mm-hmm. and everything too blockbuster rewards i was good at all that stuff the movie pass came yeah, out man. when i worked there and i was i also have like a weird pavlovian thing too where i'm in a store if the bell goes off i immediately want to be like hey how are you because that's also how come and go was too you just uh-huh. kind of acknowledge everybody as yeah. they come through yeah totally um okay so when you were working at hollywood video i uh, did you ever okay Two things. One, did you ever uh, thieve any movies or anything like that? Was this prior to like the the DVD burning era? Probably this around was, the same time. I think maybe this was either before that or like I certainly didn't know oh, how okay. to do that. If that was the case, because when I was at Blockbuster, we we burned. So I still uh, I still have like albums full of DVDs that were burned. That movies I've never even seen and stuff. You know, yeah. Blade Trinity never saw it. But if you but you had to have a like a burner. You yeah. had to have a DVD oh, player like that also you, had. Yeah had a that function we had right? a like we had a computer my my friend's computer had it like when he bought oh, his computer okay. it came with it all and then you downloaded software but it was so easy and so and since i worked there my friend worked there we had five free rentals a, mu- a week so we would just constantly do that and every once in a while you try to burn something <laughs> and a, bo- a, a pop-up would happen that's like hey uh, warner brothers says you can't do this yeah. and you're like ah that's why you're bringing that up uh uh i was going through my time hop this morning mm-hmm. and one of my updates is me complaining about uh having to wait for Dexter season three to come out on Netflix <laughs> and uh, it should be on Netflix. I shouldn't have to go through snail mail to get yeah. the whole season. What back a simpler when, time back when you were doing the, yeah, the yeah. Your, Netflix, you would binge three episodes at a time Yeah, because they came through the mail. Some people still do the weird mail Netflix stuff. Well, you have everything. Yeah. It's so I think it's just, it's a selection thing yeah. or yeah. it's just a generational thing where some people have just like gotten used to that and yeah. that's the way they want to do it. It still works great if you're trying to like knock out movies. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. If, if you haven't, if there's like a classics you haven't seen, yeah. I think that's a good option. Yeah. You know, I, I do like, uh, right now we're, uh, uh, we're binge watching uh, Veronica Mars. Still, we talked about it last week on the show a little bit, and I'm in the middle of season two, uh, and they just dropped the new season. Did you hear about that at Comic Con yeah. and stuff? And so they they dropped the new season a week early, which was kind of mm-hmm. exciting and stuff. But we had been planning on watching the series. We were hoping that we would be done so that when the new season came out, and so w- they dropped it early, so that didn't happen. But then also, it's just like I I have been wa- binge watched a ton of stuff. But it's to the point where sometimes I'm like, we just watched six hours of this show and we still have like 20 hours left. And yeah. it's like, well, it's starting to become too much. That's uh, that's what's good about modern day streaming is uh, a lot of these shows are made for the binge idea. You know, like Stranger Things has like nine episode seasons. Yeah. And Veronica Mars was 24 episodes a season because it wasn't created yeah, that way. Yeah, because they're trying to drag that shit out. Like, think happened. how good Lost would have been yes. if it came out today. And was nine episodes a piece? Yeah. Right, like you're not creating it for a broadcast television mm-hmm. audience yeah. anymore. You're yeah. creating it for a streaming audience, yes. which is a different And thing, you don't have episodes so. that are throwaway anymore because they just yeah. like, need, you know, they want to keep everybody getting or paid. Or they're stretching things out for mm-hmm. advertising purposes. Uh, did you ever watch that show, Veronica Mars? Um, you know, I didn't. Okay. It's, I, I'm, it's one of those things that I bet you'd love it. Uh, just knowing what I know about you so far, I bet Reem, I know you'd love it. Uh, I bet our listeners would love it. It's, I never knew what it was. I had no idea. And certain people already love it. But in this season we're watching right now, they just did a lost reference. They, somebody had a fortune cookie with the numbers Mm -hmm. and it was lost numbers. 
But this episode aired like during the beginning of the second season of Lost. So like they were doing Lost references immediately. Wow. And there's an They were ep- doing it so early it was probably lost on some of the audience. It, I can't imagine anybody getting it at the time. And there was a different network and everything too. It's like who was this joke for? Uh, and then another thing they did was they did the same thing with Arrested Development. They did a big Arrested Development joke run. Uh, but I, uh, I think that happened, that just happened was a character showed up that we haven't seen since the third episode of the first season. We're like 20 episodes into the second season now. And um, Stacey and I are just like, what the fuck? Could you imagine if you're watching this week to week and then a year went by? Yeah. When that person showed up, we'd be like, who the fuck is that? Like, yeah. what? And you couldn't. And then your other, per- your wife's like, where do you want Veronica Mars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I, I can't, it's, it's so funny how quickly binge watching has turned into a, like a new thing. And that's why I'm running for governor, everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're growing up. You're in Riverdale. You're hanging out. You got your, your family and your friends. Uh, what made you go? Wait, so what happened? You go to college? Yeah, went Where'd, to college, went to college upstate New York. Well, Poughkeepsie, New York. So Poughkeepsie. people know where that is. Near Binghamton. And then it is not. No. Nope. Um, but uh, it's like two hours north. So it's on the Metro North still. It's like okay. the last stop of the Metro North. Um, so yeah, so I was still, I was in New York, honestly, for like the first many years of my life. So I was in Poughkeepsie, then immediately moved to Brooklyn. Okay. Um, and then I went to grad school in Manhattan. So I was when you in moved, New York pretty much forever. When you moved to Brooklyn, was your family like, what are you doing? No. Stay close to home. Or did it feel like you were still home? I mean, it felt like I was still home. Okay. Because okay. it's literally like a train, a yeah. quick train ride away, less than 40 minutes. So it was like not a big deal. Like I came to, like it was, there was no doubt in my mind that, I would just move to Brooklyn after graduation because yeah. that's like what literally what did. everybody did. So I came to Brooklyn in 06. Okay. Um, that's because I, I, I moved to like Council Bluffs, Iowa when I graduated to go to community college, uh-huh. which is a probably closer than it's close. Like it's closer to my hometown than the Bronx is to Brooklyn. But it was like I moved to like really? another state. Yeah. I would see my parents like once a month, maybe. And we never talked and everything. It was very... It's just weird. Once you get on a highway, it's a different situation. I, I still, yeah, I probably saw my parents like once a month. Maybe. Maybe, maybe even less than that. But yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. So then you go to college and when, uh, what did you study? So I studied like English and I was double major English and history. Oh, okay. English and it was the mascot there. What school is that? Oh, what is our mascot? Oh boy, sports head. I have no idea. What school is it? Let me. University of New York Upstate. I'm, I'm going to. SUNY know. Upstate. Let me guess. Do we have a Poughkeepsie mascot? County College? Ooh, Do we have a that's pretty mascot? good. Hang on, the Poughkeepsie Running Dogs, <laughs> right? I like dogs. This the, is so embarrassing. The Poughkeepsie I'm New Yorkers. Looking up our mascot right now. I hope we it's didn't some... have a football team. Did you have any sports teams? Um, yeah, sure. There was like hockey. Oh, the yeah, really look good. The the Brewer. The Brewers? No, just the Brewer. The Brewer. The Brewer. The Mil- it, no. The Poughkeepsie Brewer. Very strange. Yeah, maybe. I, this really knocked I've, you for a loop. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, no. I've, I was never, I never went to a sports game. Sure. Um, in college. Okay, but you studied there. And yeah. then history and English. And then when did you go to Vermont? What took you to Vermont? A job. So, I got a job at Vermont Public Radio. Okay. And I, yeah, it was there in... 2013 okay i like it and that's where is that where you started doing stand-up comedy as well um no i was kind of dabbling when i was still here in in so yeah so i was 
like really interested in comedy I would say like when I was from college and then when I was especially in my early 20s is when I started getting really into yeah. comedy and I would like go to every comedy show sure. now did um, Dennis get you into that too no <laughs> Dennis, Dennis and I um can't believe I'm actually about to talk about this so yeah. Dennis and I kind of lost touch God damn. um but then when we were both in Brooklyn many years oh, later yeah he myspace message hell yeah me. that's how i met my wife and we wound up going out on several dates Bing. like and it was like i finally got my yeah. high school crush to notice me type yeah of thing. yeah that's cool and then he now you're the wonder wall yeah <laughs> Uh, but he um, immediately he had like just broken up with someone which sure. is, of course is why he MySpace messaged that me is that what is you do. apparently how things happen um, so we went out on several dates it like totally fizzled out and then he immediately got back together with and married the woman that oh, he yeah. was dating before That's so, which is like I'm I'm happy that That's we're great. Yeah, yeah, love yeah, him. Great. God, God bless you Denny uh okay but so what how did you find comedy what started you you said you were was it monty python was that the first like well i was always a comedy head like i don't know if you guys have had this experience where like something has you've always been into it but like it just hasn't occurred to you that like this is the thing that you actually care about more than anything in the world um so i was always into it and i was dating this guy in my early 20s who was taking classes at ucb and so (laughs) every like one of one class show yeah. I would have to go and support his like improv yeah. he's like now Annie now this is what they call a callback okay? yeah and then he would explain it to me and I was like yeah I mean like sure. I feel like I could come up yeah. with some jokes yeah. that no, are better no, no, than no. what See? you're saying and he always wanted to try stand up but he never did yeah, yeah. Um, millennial improvers they don't call back they text back thank you that's oh that's good yeah I like that's that good. Uh, so th- that's how I started going to all these shows and then going to all the stand up um, and then I was like oh I am actually really in- it kind of dawned on me one day I'm like yeah. oh this is actually like what am I doing dating this guy right. who's yeah. bad at comedy yeah. I should just do comedy <laughs> that is such that's, a that's such an origin story it is you and know it's how many also, times that's happened exactly how many how many friends of mine who are like they got into stand up because they went on a date with a guy who was terrible <laughs> at stand up and they're just like I fucking this I don't want to I mean be, if this is what yeah. it takes to I get into this I love the uh. idea of like uh, the origins I don't know if this is a thing but I would love the idea of like you know like you go on a date with somebody uh-huh. and he's a stand up and you're like oh he's a stand up and then you don't know and then you start doing stand up and then like 10 years later you're like a great and they're just like a you find out you you went on a date with like a real dumb fuck who everybody oh, yeah. hates who's he's, bad at comedy he's reached out to me over the years to yeah. be like oh like I see you're like doing yeah, pretty yeah, well yeah. and I'm like oh yeah like I see you're not doing any comedy <laughs> at all that's cool uh, how's Barber College going yeah. god I love Barber that's the name of his improv group yeah, Barber I'm College. Sure upright citizen sure Barber yeah uh, so you that's crazy so you started in New York in that in that 2007 2006 2007 yeah, era it was so cool Seems like, like a different time just, for New York even just the shows that were around mm-hmm. then that I would go to all the time like I went to uh, this show all the time called Totally JK, which mm-hmm. was like um, just so fun. I went, would go to Jenny Slate's show yeah, in yeah, Williamsburg yeah. all the time. What's the Rafiki? Was that at that yeah, time too? Rafiki, yeah, Rafiki. I yeah. would go there all the time too. So it's like I felt like I was kind of like yeah. at all these shows during this like really cool time where all these people who now are, like, have, are huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's some people you see at an open mic still and you're like, really? <laughs> sure. You piece it together? Sure. Uh, that's Oh, that's super. I'm really intrigued by that time period in New York comedy. Because because I don't like well, just I, watch crashing. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I think that like the the early 
late nineties has been well documented. Like yes. all the like uh your boy Mark Marin and all that kind of era has really been uh Colin Quinn, all that stuff's been like well but there's that middle ground, like when all those people kind of started it, I find really interesting. Uh and there is kind of like a through line to stuff. Like things about like how like uh Derek Comedy, those guys, like they put on their first stand up yeah. shows at the Creek in the Cave because you they went viral and UCB only wanted them to do improv stuff. And so like little things like that I find so interesting and stuff like that. Like uh fuck who was it? Uh that somebody from uh um oh what is her name? She played April Ludgate on Parks and Recreation. Oh, um you know what I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Ah. I just heard an interview with her and found out that she recorded her audition for Funny People at the Creek because she couldn't do stand up anywhere, and Donald Glover was like, "Well, I have an open mic you can come do, and we'll just pretend we'll make everybody laugh." <laughs> and it's like things like that. Like, there's this whole era that I've never heard of, you know? Yeah. Or they, the that the stores are nowhere. Time was a little bit. So I. It was a different thing. I used to live in Greenpoint, mm-hmm. and so I would oh, go yeah. there pretty regularly because you could just walk over the bridge, and like it was mostly improv. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. The time. Um, and uh, now I feel like it's now it's a whole different thing, and it's like ins and outs, and it's every week it's having a thing, and it's a new story. Uh, but uh, it's so weird how just that little bit of history. Every once in a while, like somebody will mention a venue, like Rafiki was a show that was huge, and like was I think it, like maybe Nick Kroll ran it or something, yes. or and but the owner of that bar, uh, I guess that I don't know what happened, but all that ended. But then they later ran uh that bar in Parks, you know that bar in Guanas that Gideon ran an open mic at uh-huh. for a while. The guy that ran, who owned the venue where the hottest show in New York was for years, later ran that place where Gideon just ran an open mic and wanted to make that the hottest place in New York. And it just didn't work out. And now it's knocked down and it's not even, uh, a, you know? Well, you know, the sing-alongs go on, but they're singing different songs in the rooms that we don't know on the other side of the city. Ah, that's a line from, I literally thought you were going to quote that guy Rafiki from Lion King at first. <laughs> no. And I was uh-uh. like, oh, Frank Turner. Cool. All right. I'm on board now. Uh, goddamn. Oh, all right. So, and then, so you started doing stand up and then you moved to Vermont. Yeah, moved to Vermont. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I like can't do stand up anymore. This sucks. But yeah. like, I'm moving for work and I you're moving like, to have this to do that. Place that obviously there's probably no comedy there. That's right? what, That's what, what you would think. Yeah. But. That that turned out not to be true yeah. because they have a great club there that's opened in the past couple of years and there's actually like a really cool scene yeah. and yeah I loved living there because I feel like when you are at, in a smaller market like you just get to like try stuff out totally. and like you know work on stuff with like way longer sets and yeah. just it's just fun and people are more supportive yeah, yeah. You so supportive have to build a scene together when yeah there is no scene yeah so, so i'm like know. very glad that i did that yeah i feel um, like that seems like a we we have a joke on the show like when we have guests that we like somebody that we don't know very well we're like well i bet they're gonna be from vermont or san francisco because yeah everybody right yeah. now is from either vermont or san francisco well i i mean i can't say enough about like the vermont comics that are here because yeah. it's like like there are good comics mm-hmm. that have come out of that scene yeah so. totally yeah carm Anya, all out of reference. Kendall, they've mm-hmm. all been on the show. Uh, yeah, it's it's so. Uh, I don't know. I think it's rad to have a place that respects you. Like, they're, yeah, Vermont. They're really churning out these comics. Is that like a butter thing? No, it's a ice cream thing. It's sure. Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry's. And stuff. I get it. I get I it. Know. Ice cream. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> it's like a it's like a future callback to the fun size this week. Uh, the uh, um, when we started in Des Moines, we had a kind of a small scene like that. But you know what happened? I was going to tell you this, Reem. Last night, my sister, who doesn't live in the Des Moines area, but uh, her and her husband went randomly went to the Funny Bone to see Taylor Tomlinson, the comedian, great comedian. 
and Dan Umthen was hosting the show. Yeah. And so she texted me. She's like, do you know Dan Umthen? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Yes, why? What happened? Did he die in a car accident? <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm at a comedy show and he's hosting it. And I was like, ah, thanks. You didn't come to the last show I did in town, but that's fun. <laughs> well, th- well, did you see uh, Jake Fromm had a really funny tweet? Which one? Uh, or Sherm Jacobs. Sherm Jacobs? Yeah, yeah. Are you friend? You know Sherm? I don't think so. You gotta meet him. He's Where great. He, he's talking about all this time that he's invested into his website. Oh, sure, and yeah. And making sure it's got all of his dates posted on it and all the different stuff that we do to promote himself, promote ourselves. And then he's like, and then I get a message out of the blue from an old friend from high school. He's like, hey, when are you doing some shows? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, ah! Yeah. I, uh... I had a, uh, a friend from high school who I don't know her very well. We were like friends in high school, but we haven't kept in touch. And she lives, I, th- I don't know, I think she lives in Oklahoma now. She's like a mom. She has a kid. And she commented on an Instagram post and she's like, hey, I'm going to be in New York on Wednesday and Thursday. Do you have any shows? And it's like, well, I do, but I have this like, it's like we were talking, it's like a terrible bar show. Yeah. Yes. Like, and it's not, the show's not terrible, but it like potentially could be. And I'm like, I don't want to invite this person who only knows me from the internet and who yeah. knew me as a funny person in high school. And then they come see me bomb in a bar show, you know? Like, I have I people can't. at work, like bosses, being like, hey, so when, when's your next show? And yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. You tell yeah. me. You booking me, buddy? Yeah. What do you got? How much time? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, so then you come up up there and then you end up in Chicago. Yeah. Which is a huge comedy scene. Yeah, which That's, is great. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love Chicago. It's a great scene. And yeah, again, move there primarily for a job. But um, but yeah, it's been great. It's pretty rad that your career uh, affords you to be able to travel a lot, which is great. But then also you go, the cities you're going to live in are probably cities that I would assume that any city with like a thriving NPR scene also probably has a cool art scene, which would lead to a cool comedy scene. Yeah, exactly. You know? And now I work remotely, so it's oh, like even better. the options are way more open. And I have had the opportunity to be on the road more, which is like, you know, the where what I like to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's goddamn fantastic. Uh, okay, now so when you go back up, I'm curious about this since you grew up up there in uh, what was it called Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale, that's right. Uh, you and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, did you ever uh, come to the city a lot? Were you constantly in like New York City and stuff like that? Yeah. Or was it more like, oh, we go there every summer or something? No, no, no. Well, my dad worked in Manhattan my okay. entire yeah. life. So it was like Yankees games. normal. Yeah, yeah. Yankees Museums. games. Sports all the time. We would go to Yankees and Giants games were like you? all the time because my brothers and my dad were big sports fans. Um and yeah, like coming in for museums, coming in for a Yankee? field trip all the time. Oh, Bernie Williams, 100%. Okay. All right. Pretty sick uh, guitar player, too. I don't know, Bernie. Yeah, he's a he jazz guitarist. also a good guitar player. Was yeah. he the, is he the guy that played uh, the oldest Brady on the Brady Bunch? Bernie Williams? Uh-uh. Doesn't that sound like that'd be his name? Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. Favorite giant? Favorite giant. Yeah, good one. I don't have Say one. Say Eli, I'm you not, coward. No. I actually, I, like I actually love Eli. I do too. Um, I love Eli. It. I, you know what I love the He's most the about memes. Eli Manning is that he looks like he doesn't want to play football no. at all. <laughs> like he looks like he wishes he was in art school, mm-hmm. and that's what I have always loved about him. Yeah. Um, he like clearly hates to be there. I yeah. feel like it's like a family business thing where he's like, <laughs> "All right, fine, like yeah, I'll do it," best. but I'm also 
gonna be one of the best yeah. football players. Like he's gonna um, he, when he retires, he's gonna like start making like uh, salad dressing, and then that's gonna be his passion. He's painting or he's <laughs> yeah, writing some yeah. kind of poetry. Oh, you yeah. can't know wait to that's buy an coming. Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm waiting for it. Oh yeah, it's all nudes and it's nudes of Sawa in that one scene. <laughs> that's all he paints. And then I marry him because yeah, that's we're right. And then you're in love. And then yeah. your dad is like, ah, we did it. You know, Eli enchanted. Yeah. Oh, Annie Manning. That sounds fun, right? That kind of works. I mean, keep your. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, keep your maiden name. You know, also here, here's where there. it all gets tied in. His dad's name, Archie. Archie, <gasps> home run. Full circle. Finally, all right. What is comedy even? <laughs> uh, so okay, so when you get to Chicago and you start fucking around there, uh, does wait no? Oh, sorry. I was going to ask you one more thing about living in New York when you were a kid. When you were a kid, would you just get on the subway train when you were like ten? Or like, no. yeah, how old were you no, when you got no, to no. go My by yourself? My parents were pretty strict and like very like Irish Catholic, like traditional family. And so it was definitely a thing where like there were different rules for my brothers than for my sister and okay. I. Like we were way more like under lock and key. But of course, like I found ways to sneak out all the time. Yeah. And I have this um, story that I tell a lot about how when I was in high school, um, this guy that I actually met at the video store, we worked <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, I was dating him, but he... Spike Lee? So, yes, that, it was Spike Lee. Um, <laughs> He'd come in and be like, I need a copy. No, I was a junior in high school, and he was a freshman at Fordham, okay. which was kind of nearby. Yeah. And so we were dating, and he, his dad was a security guard in, like, Rockefeller Center. Oh, shit. And so we got to go watch an SNL rehearsal <sighs> taping. Oh, that's but awesome. I had to sneak out of my house to be able to do worth it. it. And it was totally worth it. I like devised yeah. this whole plan. I was able to yeah. sneak out and then I was Who's back, the host? you know, uh, Kate Hudson. Oh, I love her. Musical yeah. guest was Radiohead, which at the time was my favorite band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that it was like the best night of my life. And then, but then had, did you have to be quiet about it? You know, yeah, like, like your I family, couldn't, it was a you secret. Know, it was a huge secret. I didn't tell them for so many years. And now that I'm thinking about, I don't know that I've ever even told anyone in my That's family that I did that. My One of my favorite things about being a grown up is just going to my parents and being like, you're not going to believe this shit that happened. <laughs> so guess what? Well, then the other thing, though, is they're like, oh, we knew yeah, that you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were an idiot this whole time. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah, that's you know, They always know. Yeah, certain times when like you come home, at, you know, you've had a couple of drinks or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I got that past yeah, them. Yeah, they're yeah. like, no, they knew. They knew the whole time. That's uh, Yeah. Oh, boy, that's exciting. I did. Okay. So hold on. God damn it. My, this is, I, I like the idea of sneaking out. Like when I snuck out, it was to go into the woods and like finger someone, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also out. did that. Yeah, but you're I sneaking also out to go see yeah, yeah, uh, like, hey, Radiohead. Asshole. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get out of my woods, asshole. <laughs> yeah. No, I also did that. I, but I had to sneak out. So for me, like when I was able to take the train by myself, like I probably didn't really do that until high school. Yeah. Um, and we would go on like, you know, dates and stuff yeah. like uh, to like the tree lighting or whatever oh, so yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff was like yeah we'd so go it, into yeah, the city so, for that so it seems like you did live in new york city like that's the thing i'm trying to get the feel yeah. of you know because sometimes people we have guests sometimes from jersey who aren't that far away but they're like yeah, yeah we never fucking went there you know well i think it's different when you're like not I, yeah it just depends on like how complicated it is for you to get to like your train station yeah. i think as as a teen or whatever but yeah i had to definitely sneak out and do stuff but like we went into new york all the time as you know did you did you always live in a house or an apartment a house oh that's nice 
Did, wait, wait, did you actually, when you snuck out, did you actually have to like climb out a window and sneak down or did you just walk out the front <laughs> No, the I wish I could door, paint that picture birds, for you, yeah. but no, no. Did you I ever sneak out? walked out the back door. Oh, yeah. That's how, that's the way to do it. No, I just didn't come home. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I was already out and then I just would sneak in. I, I was snuck out a couple times, but and I would go out the window even though I probably could have yeah. gone out the door, but I just thought it was so exciting. I knew how to pop my screen out really easy and then I jump to, the, I mean, I was on the main level. So I go out the backyard, run around. I loved I loved pushing my car down the driveway and then down the road a while because you could just see I, that's the kind of like ugh. suburban experience yeah. that I feel like I missed out on. Yeah. I never pushed a car. And only that, to but try there's to like quiet, other cars you know? in the neighborhood. Well, like no, 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 no. no. Like... I lived in the I lived in the middle of nowhere. So if I would have started my car, and also everybody everybody's cars have a sound. Mine was like a '96 Suzuki Sidekick SUV. If I would have started my car. My dad would have been like, I think Patrick's driving somewhere. So, but I love that feeling of you go turn it on, you put it in neutral, and you just roll. Because we had a big driveway. So you roll down the driveway, and then you roll down the hill a little bit, and then at the bottom of the hill, turn that fucker on, but and don't you, you drive aren't off. Aren't they going to see your car's gone? Like, well, yeah, but you do it in the middle of the night when they're sleeping, you know? And then I get back in the morning before time, and, you know, I climb back up into that window. I step on there's like an electrical thing. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was like an electrical thing. And I could step up on that and then hurl myself back up into my room. And then my room's full of June bugs for three days because the window's just <laughs> wide the fuck open, you know? Real fun. Real fun times. Mm-hmm. I'd sneak out now if my wife, you know, was okay. <laughs> I mean, she's okay with me just leaving whenever yeah, yeah. I want. Yeah, you're, you can come and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sometimes take the dog out the window for a walk and she's just like, use the door, dipshit. You have a dog? I do have a dog. Do you have pets growing Bowie. up? Um, no, I did not have Nothing? any. Nothing? Famously, no, because <laughs> famously, famously no. Yeah. I begged for a puppy every mm-hmm. year, every Christmas, every birthday. Why? Never. My mom like was a, a hard line. Fish or a hamster? No. Something nothing, killable? Nothing. Is your mom allergic or your dad allergic or something? No. Or? My mom was just very adamant that like she didn't want the house to be messy. Sure. And she didn't want the hair and the. And she also very rightfully like pointed out that i was not going to take care of yeah, it yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was not wrong about yeah, that yeah. sure so well, as a mom it's like well i don't i already have to take care of these all these kids i don't want right. to take care of these kids fucking hamsters. i think if we would have had to have because growing up on a farm like we did everything was outdoors all of our yeah. animals were outdoors like i had some i had lizards and stuff but like i feel like that's <laughs> the way to have a cat yeah do you like ever have outside. lizards or you just have one at a time <laughs> i had iguanas and then i did have other lizards though i had a knoll oh. i had a bearded dragon for years you had a what a knoll yeah, did you have a poster of Noel on your wall? I did. He right up there looking at me, and then uh-huh. I had a poster of Liam on the other side, giving him the finger. <laughs> then I had a poster of uh, the other one smashing a watermelon. That was fun. It's like a Gallagher Brothers joke. Yeah, no, right? I got it. Gallagher. Oh. <laughs> See? Well, there were two watermelons. He's on the smashing. other wall, smashing the one right back at his butt. My favorite thing about Oasis is, uh, remember, uh, they're behind the music? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. When they had subtitles? Oh, yeah, because they can't <laughs> fucking speak. Oh it doesn't. God. Which one of them now is really good on Twitter? Is it Noel? Oh, one of them is like a maniac. Liam, Liam is like a, is a maniac on Twitter. Yeah, one of them just, just is constantly... Liam the one that skipped out on Unplugged. I don't yes. know. So he's, he's the, the one, real lead he's singer the one that, that doesn't was, write the songs. Which documentary was he just heckling from the balcony? Was that? Yeah, I don't know. But I, it was I like, don't it was one which of those one like MTV. Was. Yeah, there's some where MTV thing. It's going to be on every weekend in between three-hour road rule marathon. Yes, where Liam like leaves stage and he's just heckling them from the balcony, yeah. which, you know, when you're 12, seems like the coolest yeah, thing on like, Look at this um, punk. It's like when that guy from, uh, when Chris Novoselic threw his bass up in the air and then it came down and smashed him in the head and you're yeah. like, ah! Oh! 
I had so I used to tape shit off of MTV. Yeah, I would tape all of that stuff. Um, I I would record episodes of 120 minutes all the time and just watch them. It's way better because you can fast forward through the videos. You don't care. Oh, I know. Yeah, Yeah. I love. I loved uh, taping that stuff. That was like a big thing uh, because we had K R K R satellite that we had had. Uh, MTV, MTV2, VH1, and Much Music, the Canadian channel. And so that's what I would do when I would leave in the morning is i just put a tape in and let it record all day. Mm-hmm. And then when my friends would come over on the weekends or if we'd go to their place, we'd just fast forward and be like, oh, look, it's yeah. the new Local H video, you know? Plus you could re-watch a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, know? yeah. And you didn't if have to you, wait. If you landed one of your favorite oh, which videos. which I did constantly. Mm-hmm. And I would, ta- I would use cassette tapes. I would tape things off the radio all the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that like constantly. I, or you'd, you'd call in. Oh yeah! Oh, I've called in. And yeah. uh, as soon as they did it, you and all the songs were missing like the first like five seconds. I, Which is like in half the time, like I owned the CD. Like yeah. I don't know yeah. why I'm doing this. It was but. like I think it's part of the reason why we do comedy. I, I used loved, to I used to request Tangerine by uh, is it the Flaming, Flaming Lips? Lips? Yeah, I used to call in and request that on the radio all the time. And I don't even love that song. I never really liked. I just there was something about like calling in and requesting this more obscure song made yeah. me feel cool. And I was like, oh, 10, totally. twelve or whatever. Well, we were trying to score points with the DJ. Too. Yeah, you yeah. always want to look cool to the DJ. Did you guys ever DJ like in your college radio? Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, not not. Uh, I did like a show where you hosted a show, I and just, I was interviewed on the radio. I was bunch, just but. thinking about it the other day that like for about a two month period, I seriously considered uh, trying to get into. That's being a all DJ. I want to do now. I uh, literally be a radio DJ. All I think about now is I heart radio just went bankrupt. What? I don't give a fuck if there's money in it. I do they this. They don't even have DJs. We are doing this right now. If we just yeah. played music, maybe somebody would listen to it. Uh, we uh, it's all corporate now. I think man. about it all the time about because I like two of my favorite things are talking, yeah, and curating playlists, yeah. And so like Same. the thi- like, oh god, I think about it because K piss was a thing. I think it's still a thing for a while. It was like a you know about this, yeah, in Brooklyn. It's like this um, it's like a trailer. Or uh, like a camper type thing, and they do radio oh, shows I out do of it. Oh, I do know. Yeah, yeah, I do know. Anya this. used to have a show in it, uh, and it was and but it's it like out on like it's internet radio, but I think there is some like dial you can pick it up on too. And like Kevin O'Brien ran a show on it for a while, and it's you just play songs off Spotify you like and you talk and and I love the idea of like picking like I was doing gonna make a playlist the other day of this that's like uh, these are five songs that I think are the same and I don't know why or like I put them together in my head and I don't know why you know I'm talking about them all. Yeah, I would do it again. So I did that in college. I was like a, a was DJ. Your, what was your and DJ I, name? Um, I didn't have a DJ name, but my um, I had the late night time slot. I mm-hmm. had the midnight to 2 a.m. time okay. slot, and my show was called Pajama Rock. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would just play all the weird shit that I wanted I to it. listen to. And like my friend Lauren and I would just like joke around. Sometimes we would like interview people, but mostly yeah. I didn't want too much talking i was like very much More a rocking. purist i yeah. was like yeah. this needs to rock that's um, awesome so yeah so i did that um and i would do that again that was a fun it was my favorite time oh it was my favorite i feel like there's probably some sort of a market for that because everything kind of comes around yeah oh yeah and uh, Plus college radio uh you need i mean just listening to the stations mm-hmm. you could always find shit you never listened to totally because it was cool young college kids i, I mean, remember I in high school to, yeah college always radio listening now. to yeah that's how I found out about, like, uh, I've told a story on here about I saw Dashboard and they mentioned the Hold Steady. They referenced some Hold Steady lyrics in a song. And I was like, ooh, I like that Dashboard song. And then I went home that night. I was driving. Meatloaf, right? Uh, Meatloaf, yep. Yeah. And uh, when I was driving home, the local college radio at Iowa State was playing Stevie Nicks, the song that they were referencing. 
And I thought it was uh, social distortion because I thought he sounds like that guy. Mm-hmm. And so then I went home. This was like 2006. I go home and like type in Google like the lyrics that I knew and found out about the whole study. And so then I was just that whatever it was that 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. radio sh- show. I would tape it every day because I knew that if those DJs would play songs I liked. Yeah. And I found out about so many bands at that time because of that, you know? It's it's wild. That's where Gaslight came from for me, you know? It's just a, That's how I thing. discovered new bands in college because we would just get those mailers up oh, to yeah. the radio station. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so I would just, like, listen to all these, like, weird, obscure bands that probably have never put out a record no, yeah. since then but yeah. for some reason i still have or the cd like in my single. binder mm-hmm. yeah and by that time i was burning everything totally, totally. so i was burning all those cds that i think about in. that a lot because when my my band that i was in that wasn't very good we sent out like one time we sent out like 30 cds to different radio channels and college radio stations all over the country and stuff and i always wondered if like any of those fuckers played us or not because yeah, we like weren't good your song was like the hit for a week totally. and a half because yeah like i always think about that kind of stuff because like omaha channel would play us you know, during their local shows. And so then, you know, you'd get that experience. But I, at the time, I didn't understand that, like, I guess this could be happening. Other, just the idea of somebody driving in, like, uh, at, uh, I don't know, like, the University of Ohio. Yeah. And their local radio guy's like, this is a band from Omaha, you know? It's, it's so exciting. Probably not, though, right? Nobody gives a fuck about nothing. <laughs> I mean, the one thing about college radio is, like, the listenership is pretty low. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's a lower couple, than yeah. Podcasts. Because you know it's why? The DJ and the janitor. <laughs> because their signals are very weak, mm-hmm. like, by law, that you can't have, like, a super strong yeah. signal if you're, like, in a certain tier of radio. And so, like, the college station, in some cases, is only broadcasting, yeah. like, a mile or two mile radius. In uh, Southwest Iowa, at uh, Iowa Western Community College, where I went to college, there's a, a radio station called 89.7 The River, and it, for some reason, I don't know what's You can what stream that are. now, right? You can probably get it. Yeah, The River. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, their <laughs> signal is not that. Their signal is, like, huge. You can get it, like, all across the Midwest and stuff. Um, they ha- They have, like, a clear channel tower or whatever. So that's, and, uh, yeah, I don't but know what But I don't know what the rules are. Is but that. what sucks about it is it is a college radio station, and a lot of the DJs are students and stuff like that, and they... Have those, but then their m- normal programming is just all the same radio rock as what it would be if it was just another radio rock channel. And, th- and for years, that was a big deal. It's like it's college radio; we're getting it to the masses. And it's like, yeah, but you're still playing the same five Hinder yeah, songs as so everyone that, else. That kind of sucks. It was yeah, it was such a bummer. Well, I mean, part of the fun of listening to college radio is just how bad the DJs are. Oh and yeah, how there's just a, so much stuttering. There's mm-hmm. so much yeah. like everyone's like off mic like this. Yeah, like, yeah It's yeah. just like not and it's like good radio. I think about that a lot because you know we do these shows and like you know this is our equipment and sometimes you go to a podcast like you you're in nice studios a lot probably like sometimes you're in like you're using really bare bones equipment to do this stuff and sometimes you're doing stuff that's very popular and you're using very bare bones and I just think about any time in college when like they'd interview our band on a radio station and it was like thousands and thousands of dollars oh, yeah. with equipment so good and the de- they're terrible at interviewing us they get the band name wrong they, they get the songs they wrong they don't know they, how to use the board totally, at all yeah so, like a computer is yeah. not even on and you're like <laughs> what it's just such a fun juxtaposition of like wow look at what we're doing with nothing you know yeah yeah we used to have a request line on over AOL Instant Messenger, oh, and so people could just IM I love like it. you know the the station um, account and just be like, hey, can you play this? Yeah. Um, and no one really. Ever and you'd did. be like, I you, don't think I had a lot. You'd of be like, yeah, well, you, you're can not, you email it to us? You don't have enough time for requests. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying, trying to put to your rock, shit out. You yeah, know? there was a there was a high school in Council Bluffs that had a 
television. There was. What happened to it? It's still there. Oh, Uh, oh, it was actually Abraham Lincoln, and you're not going to believe what happened to him. Uh, But they had a television show that was on, like, local public access television, and uh, they're, like, VJs were, like, all, like, kind of cool guys. And so, and then, like, one cute girl. But they were, like, seniors, and we were freshmen in college, and so we'd watch this show, and we would, like... uh, like all the time the show was always on and they were always playing music videos and talking and it was always kind of funny. And then one day I saw the, one of the kids at the mall and he, and I was just like, oh, it's just some fucking kid. Yeah. He's just some high school kid. And I'm six months older than him, but in my head it like shattered it because since I had seen him on TV, I was like, yeah. oh, he's a star. No gods, no masters, man. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, God damn it. Okay, Annie, okay. What we like to always wrap up with on the show is snacks. Unwrap with. Yeah, unwrap a snack. Now, what was it when you were up there with your your mom and your dad? You're up there on your Westchester, wherever yeah. the fuck. What were you? What's your uh, go to when you were a kid? What's something you, whenever you go home, you like to have your family make, or what's something you like to make that makes you feel like you're home? Or, oh, I guess. Or what's your snacks of choice? Snacks of choice. Um, I mean, I'm like a savory, sweet person, so okay. I love like a good like potato based uh, fried anything. Yeah, okay. So like, yeah, yeah. we're talking chips, we're talking fries, any of that. Are like, you, I'm, uh, I'm into it. Is it uts or oots? Oh, I love uts. Okay. Love uts. Uts over wise. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, Hundred. The that's the ridged ones. I've seen that girl. Now she's, a, she's a tattoo. Who? A lot of people get the Uts girl. Oh really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen it. Uh, no, it's great. And I'm also a big. So like the what I would buy for like you know when I would go to like yearbook or uh, student government stuff after school, I would always get like um, Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh sure. That was yeah. like my my favorite Halloween. You like candy. any of these new ones they're putting out? No, I'm I'm kind of like still. I'm still a purist, and I love a yodel. Um, and I realized that this is a regional it East is. Coast thing. Yeah. So a yodel, it's like a snack cake. Is it so a ding dong? It's <laughs> no, I think ding dongs are round. A yodel is um, like a devil dog. <gasps> it's not quite like a devil dog. Um, it's I'm trying to think of the company that makes it. So who makes um, like ring dings and Drake and Drake or I think Drake's. Is the East Coast, and okay. I think a yodel is Drake's. Okay. okay. Um, I think Hostess is Hostess what is a Midwest. lot of people yeah. know, like yeah. nationally, based out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah, That's right. Originally. Yeah. So I was a big so uh, Drake's uh, yodel person. Um, I'm gonna look at take a look at a photo of. A I yodel. wish Drake would yodel. It'd sound better than oh, his real music. Yeah. I mean, yodels are great. Um, I haven't I, had one in probably a decade. But. I gave up. I had to quit Little Debbie's because I ate so many fucking who's, of them. Who's, how do you feel about the Chicago pizza? Yeah. No, I don't no, want to talk no, about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Because you're used to being able to move around eating pizza. That's what the problem is. I and all of a sudden you need a plate I am and a table. Da- I have for my a favorite pizza, and I'm also like not a huge that. Yeah, this is a Swiss cake roll. Mm-hmm. That's just a ho ho. Yeah. Right, but that's Hell you yeah. call it a Swiss cake roll. I call it a yodel. Those, these are my favorite thing on earth. Have They're you ever amazing. had the big ass ones? You ever get those? No. A big I've Swiss seen roll. Them. I've seen them. Because the technical it. term of this is a Swiss roll, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh, in England, all big over Swiss the place. Swiss roll. That's Heidi, right? It's like, that's oh, right. Man, I just landed a pretty big Swiss roll. <laughs> that's right. That's I'm like the biggest Heidi. one you can get. Yeah. Uh, and in England, you can get them all over the place, and they're like, I mean, like I maybe a twelve inches long. And they're about the size of a baseball, <laughs> and you slice them off like fucking. Uh, oh yeah, slices. I think they have a fancy ass name. And you get them out of the freezer aisle. No, th- that's a different thing. But that is similar. Yeah. But these ones are just like uh, on the shelf. They're just. Uh, and so you get those where UK only. You get them all over the UK, but you can get them here. A lot okay. of New York grocery stores have them. I haven't seen. Um, them. I love them, and I eat them a lot. 
Because <laughs> I gave up on snacks for two years. I didn't eat sugar for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm back in, and I'll tell you what, I'm eating those fuckers like crazy. I haven't had a Swiss cake roll, though, which means Little Debbie Brand. Okay. Yodel, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, That's not what I want to call them. It's what, what they're called. What's yeah. A, what's the best thing to eat at Yankee Stadium? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm a classic kind of like I'll I'll have a hot dog. Yeah, I'll have a hot dog and a beer. Like that's, that's how my, I am with all of those go-to. things. There's yeah. too many options. I'm not getting Shake Shack. I'm not getting yeah. anything Oof. at like that at a stadium. I'm the same I'm way with like at the that. movie theater. Now they have yes. like way too many options. No, I'm still and getting I just popcorn. Want popcorn and Coke. No, I am and maybe like yes. a candy. I'll tell you I'm this: not getting like oh, you can get like a burger at a movie yeah. theater. Yeah. now. I'm like why? I don't mind it if you go to the uh, what's it called the Alamo Draft House. Uh-huh. Where they actually, what? the whole idea is that it's yeah, a restaurant. That's fine. Yeah. That's or like Nighthawk, like something yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, but what's their spaghetti policy? <laughs> Alamo Draft House. I don't get it. Somebody. But I will say, if you can, I don't know if you can get it at Yankee Stadium, but my favorite ice cream, and this is sort of regional to uh-huh. um, to the East Coast, is Carvel. So that's oh, like, oh, I'm yeah, a big yeah. Carvel head. So. I like a Carvel uh, saw, ice cream cake a lot. I was at oh, yeah, uh, the this Williamsburg uh, Italian Pride Festival mm-hmm. this past week. And uh, they had Dippin' Dots there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... it no longer says, uh, it just said Dippin' Dots. <laughs> They're no longer the ice cream of the future. So it's just now. We are in the future Oh, now. fuck. That's yeah. awesome. I now love it's that. just the ice cream. Oh, I love that. Did you yeah. eat a Dippin' Dot? I've never liked to Me actually neither. eat Dippin' Dots. I want ice dots. cream. Yeah. I, wanna, I want that race Ugh. that you have with ice yeah. cream. Yeah. Where you have, you know, a sugar cone with some mm-hmm. soft serve on there. And you just got to try and keep up. So it doesn't get on your hand. I the other day went to an ice cream shop in uh, Park Slope, and uh, you know it's it's on us. We didn't walk in and read the well, sign yeah, and it know melts. what it was. But uh, yeah, no, it was a uh, a Korean f- uh, rolled ice cream. Have you ever had this? Oh, I have it's had like, this. Yeah, yeah, and which is good. They had ice cream roll stands at uh, this Italian Pride Festival. Did they really? Yeah. Have you, okay, did you have some? Uh-uh. It's a whole thing. I went with fried Oreos. They take ice cream, smash decision. it on a plate, on a on a on a cold plate. Yeah, make circles, and then you just get basically big rolls, and it's in a bowl with like five or six of them. Um, but literally, it was like a hundred degrees, and Stacey and I just wanted like a fucking vanilla cone. Yeah, and and once we were in there, we probably could have pulled out, but then we we're like, maybe we'll really like what? it, and it was good, but it was like. Because they roll it, it's so hard, so they, and I like a soft ice cream. So, do you get an ice cream truck around uh, Riverdale? Yeah, they just roll sure. up because we—that's like foreign to us. They don't have that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Also, did you guys pop How? the uh, the fire the the what no. are those called? No, no, no. You're talking about the hydrant. It's yes. literally someone's doing right it here, two right blocks here. from here. Oh yeah, they I just, just all of our hydrants. No, are no, open. no. Because I I was in a very like suburban okay, okay. like i basic like if you saw my neighborhood you would yeah. be like this is the suburbs it could be okay, okay. um you did have the ice cream trucks but though? yeah we had Good. ice cream trucks we had um you just drop everything you're doing as a kid and just like yeah of course you go running the- and i would go um i always got the chocolate eclair that was my go-to for yeah. ice i love cream truck. oh i love the term chocolate eclair i don't know if i like it from ice cream but I like the you idea never of had that those Claire. bars, those like good humor bars. It's like yeah. they've got chocolate eclair and then they've got like a strawberry one. Maybe um, I think it's called like sh- I don't know strawberry eclair. I know what it's called, but I uh, Sunday bars. My favorite ice cream like go to is just vanilla ice cream with a chocolate. The would you dip it? You know, uh huh. You good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's the one for me. Um, what are your uh, like? What are the big quintessential New York foods? <gasps> When you get back and you like, I got to. Oh, I mean, I have like my personal favorites, which I think like, you know, like I'm not going to say like pizza because obviously pizza. And it's also like everyone knows that 
anywhere, even not even just New York. I don't care if you're in New Jersey, wherever mm-hmm. your average slice of pizza is going to be better than yeah, most, most pizza yeah. that you're going to yeah. find elsewhere. So like, obviously that, but I really like to go out to flushing and I like to do like the dumpling, um, crawl and I okay. like to yeah. go get like the cold sesame noodles. I never messed with uh, a lot of that until I moved here. Dumplings are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love a dumpling and just dim sum in general. I like to go to Kangi village, which is this place. There's a couple locations on the lower East side and get this like porridge stuff that they Whoa. make but they also have really good soup dumplings there um so yeah i i like to do that um and i i was just there this morning actually i got breakfast at this place in greenpoint acapulco which has like the best cheap breakfast in greenpoint mm-hmm. it's like six dollars for like a huge huevos rancheros nice. and greenpoint's my stuff. favorite uh neighborhood in new york because when i moved here i walked a dog there for a year and a half yeah and so like i know every street i don't know every street name but i know every yeah. what it all looks You've like walked the streets a thousand and then i and then i quit walking dogs for two years and then i went back to walking dogs for a year and i walked the same dog and so like i just feel so i feel more at home like when I go there, I feel the same as when I go back to Des Moines and walk around like Sherman Hill, my old neighborhood. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I, I feel comfortable here. I yeah, lived here. You know? I lived in Greenpoint and yeah. I'm, that's where I'm staying this yeah. trip. And so it's so funny to like be back mm-hmm. staying in this neighborhood. And it's like changed a shit ton. Since so different. And they like I'm the, like a oh, different person yeah. now. That's so. every neighborhood in the city. man. Yeah. They've knocked. I did that whole waterfront and stuff like Yeah. Stacy lived here in 2009 for her internship and like nothing is the same. Yeah. She She was like. When when she moved here, we were talking about living in Bushwick. She's like, we can't live in Bushwick. It's so weird. Yeah. And I was like, no, now this is I, where everybody I lives. I still struggle with that because I moved here in 06. And at the time, like, I would say what, like, you know, the Morgan stop was, like, getting kind of cool yeah. then. And yeah. now that is just, like, extended yeah. Norwood, so far The in, Norwood stop know? where I lived when I first moved here, that was, like, back when I lived there, it was, like, I was the, like, it was, everybody was, like, you can't live out there. That's so far away. That's crazy. And yeah. now, like... 20 comics live off that stop, you know? I feel it's sorry so for the people that uh, still live in Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, the people that have been there for, like, 40 years. Well, I like it when people come here, like, from other cities to visit, and they're like, you know, like, a hipster, like, in Williamsburg, and it's like, buddy, you're referencing you a joke from reference. 10 years ago. Yeah. You gotta update that. That's so yeah, funny. Uh, yeah, it is kind of wild to walk around Williamsburg now since I've been back, because it's like, oh, there's a Muji store for yeah. some reason. There's just, like, the this giant fancy, sidewalk sale, the whole yeah. you know, ice cream place and this, whatever. So, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, the new, like, so. office buildings, and, yeah, it's, it's rough. And I those were like the places I used to go. So yeah. I used to go to Death by Audio all the time. I used to go to 285 Kent. I actually bartended at 285 oh, wow. Kent for a while. All those places are gone. Yeah. Like that whole building is like now like the vice offices. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn. Uh, well, hey, Annie, this is a great episode. Oh, yeah. uh, you're a fucking fantastic guest. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners, now they love you, they're already on board, let them know where they can find you on the internet and uh, see you do comedy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram, everything at Annie M. Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, two S's, two L's. And that's Annie, A-N-N-I-E, right? Yeah, A-N-N-I-E. Is it A-N-N-Y? That's not a way to spell well, it, is that's, it? You know, if you work at Starbucks, it sure. sometimes yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, but no. Are you, and is that short for Anakin? 
<laughs> it is. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to get around to Star Wars, but, uh, <sighs> so but yeah. So I, I, I felt like a real dud this whole episode, but that right there saved it. Killed so it. yeah, Killed real it. good one. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, if people are in New York, um, they can you're still here me. for a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm still or... here until the 31st. So I'm doing a show tonight when you're Ooh. listening to this um, in Greenpoint at this place called Baby Grand. Oh, I love Baby Grand. Um, is that Emily Walsh's show? Yes, Emily yeah, Walsh, yeah, yeah. who is a delight. She's so fucking funny. Um, and who I think is ho- so funny. Um, so I'm doing her show mm-hmm. tonight. I'm also going to be on Wet Cash later oh, this week. Oh, that's great. So, uh, sh- um, Chicago staple. Chicago staple, now in the city. People. Just like everyone else, moving here and taking over. It's true. Yeah. Um, sorry, guys. No, I love it. Uh, no, that's a Chicago staple. Talking about it? No, moving here and taking over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, mo- yeah. Moving to New York is what Chicago yeah, yeah, are known yeah, yeah, yeah. for. Um, I love it. No, no one from Chicago be mad at me for saying that. And uh, people can come to, um, I think it's called Cherry Tree. Cherry Tree. Oh, Thursday. Um, for Sunday night oh. for bad news. And then just come on Tuesday at fantastic. the Gramps. So that's a good lineup of come, shows. Come to all those things. I'd love to see oh, you guys. Yeah. God damn. That's fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, Freshman in Chicago is. Yes. Freshman in Chicago. is The next one is going to be August 8th. We have an awesome lineup. We got Carly Ballerini. We got Ooh. Jason Melton. We got a bunch of fun people nice. on love that all. show. So you should come out. It's at Transistor, which is in the Andersonville neighborhood of Chicago. Cool. Named after one of my favorite 311 songs, of course. Uh, Which one, Amber? Amber, yeah. (laughs) One of your favorites is Amber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could name... Oh, don't... uh, I could go deep. Uh, (laughs) I keep wanting to tweet that... You know that meme that's like, uh, you, and then it's nothing, and then it's me, and I say something, right? Yes. I keep wanting to do you, nothing, me. My cousin dated the lead singer of 311. Uh, but I don't tweet that because the bass player at 311 follows me on Twitter, guys. Uh, oh. I'm going to get him on the show. <sighs> that just ruined whatever that Anakin joke was. Yeah, dude. Uh, what, uh, Reem, where can listeners find you on the internet? Reemcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Yeah. Uh, follow me there for a bunch of dumb jokes. Um, also, check out House of Bricks Comedy the second Friday of every month at Precious Metal. We got What's going nose. on? You something wrong with your face again? No. Got a nose? Got yeah. a nose issue? Patrick, shut up. I'm trying not to sneeze. The listeners can hear it. No, they can't. They can hear it. No. Okay. They can hear me not sneezing, which means they don't hear anything. Oh, you sneezed. Uh, What about you, Patrick? You can follow me at Pattergazy. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-T-A-E, Pattergazy.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, Get on the Patreon. Uh, oh yeah, we got some cool stuff up on there. Uh, it's been good. It's like been the fun. Facebook page, like the Facebook. Page. If you're new, if you followed us from you saw us on some Reddit or on some Facebook stuff, that's great. Jump on board, yeah, tell your yeah. friends. If you're from Podomatic and you're like, oh fuck, oh, yeah. you guys are I saw still that doing episode. Yeah, yeah. You dropped uh, a two minute episode. I finally, by yourself. I finally told all the Podomatic fans that we moved three months ago. Uh, so if you're back, thanks for being back. We're great. Go check us out. Uh, give us some money. Ooh, we got a new shirt that's up just for a couple days. Mm-hmm. The Taz shirt. Uh, it's up because I think we're probably going to get sued if we uh, don't. Spin wash only. <laughs> Got him. Uh, but yeah, go buy that. It's 15 bucks. We get $2 of that. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.